Welcome to the Lotus Ladies Podcast. I'm Alisan. And I'm Sarah. This is a podcast about all things yoga, where we don't take ourselves too seriously as we flow and let it all go. Enjoy the episode. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Nice to be here on our fourth episode, which is super exciting. It is. And um, I'm Alisanne, by the way. And I'm Sarah. <laughs> and we are here recording um, a really, really special episode. But but yeah, how's your week been? Very good. Yeah. Been busy, but really good after the holidays. It's getting pretty cold out there. It is. Oh, the wind just like <laughs> rips through you. It's, oh God, my ears. It's my hands. Really? Oh. Yeah, they're dry. I can't do anything to uh, to fix it. Oh, well, I have a remedy that one of our students told me the other day, and I've been using it since. Oh, what is it? Um, you bring your cooking coconut oil in yeah. the shower with you, Oh, and you just lather that stuff on you. <laughs> a little goes a long way. I learned that. And uh, be careful on the floor of your shower, <laughs> because you may... Um, take a little spill if you don't clean it enough because it's slippery. Yeah. But um, I had a lot of bumps on the back of my arms, like uh-huh. that dry skin for the season. Mm-hmm. Gone. I love Absolutely coconut gone. oil. There's so many awesome properties yeah, you to smell. it. smell. Who doesn't want to smell like a coconut? Yeah, it's what antibacterial, <laughs> antimicrobial. Um, it's good stuff. I do use sesame oil um, too to try oh, to yeah. to try to get it in. But nice. Yeah. I'll yeah. Try that in the shower. Okay. Yeah, because like, your pores are open, you know, yeah. and you just rub that stuff in. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so uh, like Allison said, today is a really special episode. Um, it's our first Lotus Lady podcast with a guest. Woo-hoo! Yay! <laughs> and our guest is a very special um, person, not only to us, but to... The community here at Blossom, the community in Concord. Mm-hmm. Um, she has done so much in and out of the studio. Uh, it's Candy Jackson, the owner of Blossom Yoga and Wellness here in the heart of Concord. So welcome, Candy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's very special to be here and be your first guest. I know. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> who's going to be our first? Oh, that's it a no-brainer. <laughs> it has to be Candy. <laughs> Thank you. I'm honored. <laughs> and I'm honored that you guys are running this podcast out of the studio. I think it's it's just beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's, where, it's where it was all born. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, it is. Everything was born for this right here. <laughs> yeah. This is where we uh, meet our minds and... Go crazy with ideas. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Allison and I could sit here all day and just say, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do this. Let's try this. <laughs> and why not? You're right. I know. It's like a vortex. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. It's a, it, that's, um, should I wait for you to ask me questions? Or no. can I just hop in? You can uh-huh. So that's yeah. one of the beautiful things about this space, right? Is I feel like when I, when I first took over, I f- really felt like there was this, kind of beam of energy coming out that was just kind of attracting the the people that were meant to be attracted and Mm -hmm. and then and then there's now it's just this safe space for collaboration and ideas and things like this podcast are being born and it's I think um I was thinking about how you talked a couple weeks ago 
you know, in India, they had ashrams to go to, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't have that anymore. It's a different world. It's mm-hmm. modern yoga, but you find your home, mm-hmm. you know, and I very much felt at home the second I walked in here. And I, and I love the other yoga studios in town. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, I absolutely adore them. I've been to both of them, and um, I love all the people there. But there's just something about it. And that's what happens in, yeah. quote, modern yoga is you find, you find your home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like finding your tribe, your people. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of students that come here, they express that. They're like, oh, I found my home. You guys are my people. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is really nice to hear because mm-hmm. that's what yoga is about. Yeah. It's not just about the movement. It's about creating this safe space, this community, um, the place where people can go and um, not just move their bodies, but talk about how they feel moving their bodies, how they feel after breath work, how they feel um, after a meditation. And people do that in this room. Mm-hmm. They don't just come do it and leave. They'll sit around and talk, tell you about their experiences. And I think you've created such a space where people feel safe and secure to do mm-hmm. that. Oh, so I think that's you. awesome. That is awesome. Thank <laughs> you. And I, I didn't create the space. I think I just allow the space to be what it's supposed to be, really. Okay, we can. Yes. <laughs> I think I, that's beautiful, though. Well, yeah. I do. That's I beautiful, mean, though. Yeah, <laughs> and there's creation in that. Yeah, yeah right? absolutely. But, yeah. I think you bring such a, an amazing energy, though, to well, this thank you. Beautiful, beautiful building. Um, yeah. And I think you just relate to not only the teachers you have, but your students too. You can sit and have a conversation with you out in the way, you know, the lobby yeah. before class, and people like feel like they're your friend, yes. not just like I yeah. come here to do yoga. No, I come here. I support Candy, and we saw that on like our first retreat you did. Yeah, and so many people came and like I'm here to support you. Yeah. Like, and it's yeah. like wow, that's you look at the business of yoga, which we're all in, mm-hmm. and you take away all that nitty gritty stuff mm-hmm. that you don't really want to deal with, and you have this like amazing, beautiful thing at the center of it. Yeah. And that's- yeah which is the heart of community. Really, yeah. You know, yeah. So how did you get into, tell us a little bit about your yoga journey and how you ended up here. Okay. As the owner of Blossom now. Okay. Well, that's a long journey, but okay. I'll, I'll condense it. <laughs> right. So, uh, let's see. So I started practicing yoga back in the early nineties, um, which would have been my early twenties. Um, as a physical practice, right? Because I had, I was um, bartending and waitressing and kind of beating up my body. And so I had tight hamstrings. I had a sore hip. Um, My lower back would get kind of wonky. And um, I came across some yoga flashcards. Um, I don't even remember. I don't think there was a yoga studio in town at the time. Maybe? Not that I was aware of. Um, anyway, so I had these flashcards, and then I um, got a hold of a couple of VHS tapes, right? Shiva Ray and uh, Rodney Yee, you know, and or Lee, is it Lee? Rodney Lee. Lee. Um, and so I did that for quite some time, just kind of the stretching components of it. And then when you're when you're getting quiet and you're you know even just sitting and stretching, like your mind can't help but kind of catch on right so without even realizing it I was starting to kind of get more mindful and meditate and um, and then you know yoga just became something I practiced for 25 years on and off it ebbed and flowed I would have a home practice Uh, I would go to different studios um, 
And a funny thing, we talked about, you know, the energy in a yoga studio and it becoming your home. And my home for 15 years was actually at a different studio in town. And um, which is where, so I had been practicing there pretty regularly and took their teacher training program back in 2017 um, and graduated from there and then started teaching and saying yes to every opportunity to teach, right? Sarah knows, <laughs> knows about that. And, um, and so I was teaching a class here at Blossom. I was teaching, um, you know, sharing yoga down the road. I was teaching, I think I was at like six different, um, not necessarily yoga studios, but different places teaching at Prana in Penacook. And, um, and the opportunity was offered to me by the owner at the time of Blossom to take over the studio. And uh, I was resistant to it for months. I mean, it was like a big both hands out. No, you know, this is, first of all, my home was at a different yoga studio. And second, it just wasn't what I envisioned. I was ready to kind of, I've lived in Concord for most of my life and I was ready to kind of get out and, um, and maybe disentangle myself from the city of Concord for a little bit. Um, and then literally there was some sort of divine intervention. I woke up one morning and it was, I didn't know, but it was just in the nick of time. Um, I woke up one morning and a voice in my head was like, Candy, why not? Why not? You know, what? I what? just got chills. <laughs> and really, and you know, there was another word in there. Why the not? Because you know? <laughs> that's how my head works. Um, so you know, just have a conversation. And so I reached out to Ashley, who owned the studio at the time. And uh, I said, okay, I'll have a conversation. And she was, you know, sent back some dancing emoji, like all excited. And <laughs> we had a meeting and that was in December um, of 2021. And so, um, you know, we worked it out and I took over February 1st of 2022. And it was the best thing I had ever done. Oh, right. And 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 pretty quickly um, after I made the decision and had that kind of, you know, 180, really, um, the universe, I'll never forget. It was like I got this um, reassurance. I mean, it was the messages coming were so fast and furious of like, yes, this is the right thing. You did the right thing. Here. Yeah. And so that was reassuring. I think know. that um, the practice of yoga, getting in aligned body, mind, and spirit, mm-hmm. and then you're just tapped into your intuition. And when you receive those messages, mm-hmm. like you're, you, you follow them at this point, you know, you yes. just, you just know. Yes. And I, the, practicing yoga for years just brings you to that, to that place of just being aligned. So yeah. that's so that's, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I haven't told that story in a long time. Thanks. <laughs> I used to tell it all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's and and honestly, you know, a big part of probably the most difficult part of that was leaving the studio that had been my home for so long. And um, pretty quickly, this space became my home. And um, and now, I mean, I couldn't imagine being anywhere else. So yeah. It's kind of like taking the baby bird out of the nest and letting it fly. Yeah. Well, you know, and yes, and it's interesting because even my last few months at this other space teaching, 
I knew that it wasn't the place for me anymore. Like yeah. I knew that I was supposed to be somewhere else, but we resist a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Even after Change. years of practice, right? Yeah. It's like, no, but I want to stay here. This is this yeah. is safe. This is comfortable, you yeah. know? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think we, um, it's hard for us as humans when we put so much time somewhere, mm-hmm. effort into somewhere, um, we become very attached to things because mm-hmm. of all the the time spent, even places, mm-hmm. even homes, businesses, and we kind of stay a little bit longer sometimes than we maybe should. Um, but it's one of those things, you know, when you know, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. But that's the first thing that came to my mind. I'm like the little baby and yeah. it's comfy, little warm. Yeah. <laughs> and mama burping yeah. like time to time go. to go. <laughs> like you've you've done. You, it's time mm-hmm. for the next step in life and. I think it's it takes bravery to take some of those um, steps, and like pra- the practice of yoga has kind of instilled that in me. That bravery to be like, even to get up and teach in front of a class, mm-hmm. it's like okay, I can do this. I, I it built confidence in me. Yeah, absolutely. So, and you have to, you know, to run a business and to be successful in your business, it does take that confidence and that level of being able to push past that fear yes. you have to con i'm sure you have to try new things all the time mm-hmm. here yep so yeah very cool yeah um do you um i want to say what is your do you have a big mission or a vision for blossom yeah i mean so there's you know our mission statement which is um it's on the website i'm not going to get it verbatim but it's yeah. basically to uh, create a safe and supportive space for people to come explore their mind, body, and spirit through yoga, right? Um, and so that it, that took it took me almost a year, probably. I owned the studio for about a year before I could put that into words, and that really sums up what my heart mission is: is to just kind of open this space up to people who want to explore the practice. And, um, and you know, that includes instructors. I was going to say, you do that with right from top to bottom. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of funny. I'll just go off on this little side tangent. I'll say, so the first time I met Candy, um, I immediately could talk to her for hours. Like, I don't know what it is, but they're like, I would leave, we'd have conversations and I'd be like, I just told her such personal stuff. And I don't really, <laughs> I don't really talk about personal stuff to people. I'm pretty guarded. Right? And, um, you just have this very safe energy where I mean, for, it's coming from someone that is guarded around people, um, to completely just it's okay. Be yourself. Let it out. What's in there? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and as an instructor here, it's just been phenomenal. Um, there's just such an open, loving space to pretty much like to explore and grow mm-hmm. at every level. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank That's you. exactly the, like the essence of you. That's what I was tr- saying before. <laughs> like you make such this space such a like a safe, yeah, welcoming people can come here because as we've talked about before, it can be pretty scary walking into a studio mm-hmm. for the fir- as a first time yogi mm-hmm. and feeling like comfortable. And I yeah. think I, that's the point I was getting is what you said. Yeah. It's like yes, you have that essence about you that draws it in because oh, there you. is a business to it, and um, I we don't see that side at all. And I know that just from 
groups on Facebook, like the yoga teacher groups and stuff, there's a lot of people around the world that comment about, you know, working at different studios where if they don't have a certain amount of people in their class, they don't get to teach there anymore. Mm. Or, you know, the, the owner wants them to teach a specific class and that's not their style. Um, and so I do, I've not experienced those types of yoga studios, but I've heard of stories about those mm. types of yoga studios. Um, and so there is a business to it, but it doesn't feel that way here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, that makes me so happy. I would totally agree with and that. And there are, you know, a couple, a couple things to respond to that. So the, um, to what Sarah was saying about people being comfortable walking in the door, like that was so important to me. It still is, but it, especially when I was just getting started, because I know that feeling, it's intimidating. Mm. Even if you... Even if you know yoga, right, it's, mm-hmm. it can be intimidating to walk into a new space and you don't know what to expect and, and you don't know what the business of this studio is going to be and what their philosophy might be. And are you going to do it right? Are you going to, um, you know, be able to keep up or whatever it is? And so I think part of our success in attracting great teachers like you and the students that are coming in is it, it's... I try to make it really, really clear. You just meet yourself right where you are. And, you know, teachers show up and teach in an authentic way that, that feels good for you because then that's, that carries out into the class, into the students and they feel your, you know, sense of being genuine and authentic. And then they feel free to do that as well. Yeah. Right. And meet themselves right where they are and not pretend or try to keep up or try to do something that isn't going to fit their body or their practice that day so and honestly I have to give credit to the people down the street for that you know my teacher training um really I learned a lot from them and and a big part of that was as a teacher be authentic you be yourself and that doesn't mean that everybody's going to attract to that and that's okay right but whoever is meant to will Mm -hmm. will will show up and so yeah I think that's that's a big part of what goes on here, which is great. So what, um, what's what been the hardest thing or the most unexpected thing? <laughs> unexpected. That's yeah. a good word. Unexpected. Oh, well, you know what? They're both the same, I think. So um, <laughs> all of the computer work. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, it's great. But, you know, buy a yoga studio. You know, it'd be great. I'll do yoga every day. That's not, that's not, the, that's not the deal. So the, that was the most unexpected piece. And I think the most challenging is, you know, I sit more than I've ever sat. So I've, I've been self-employed and run a business for most of my adult life. So that piece of it, I feel like I'm kind of natural at. And so that wasn't super challenging. But um, I've never sat at a desk and, you know, had to be on social media every day and um, create emails and, um, you know, the scheduling and, and they're just the, the back end business computer portion, I think, is I didn't expect for it to be that many hours and um, or to be as challenging. But, you know, after, <laughs> after a couple of years, I'm getting the hang of it. So <laughs> Um, is there any, anything you can think of that, um, is your favorite thing about owning a studio? What really is like, if you were to pick something. Cry. Um, (laughs) I'm trying not to cry as I'm talking about this. (laughs) So my heart is so full. Yeah. You know, like really that's, you know, I, 
I came up with this mission statement and I, and I have this philosophy and this, fortunately, I guess, certain way about me that is inviting. But I don't think I could ever envision what that really would look like in community, you know, and it's, it's amazing. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. That is nice. Did I answer your question? Yes. 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 I guess. <laughs> And um, I think your emotion shows exactly what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Is that you are totally invested to your community. And um, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, and you know, so back in the 90s, I'll backtrack a little bit. I, when I discovered how beautiful yoga was, I was like singing it from the windows. I mean, I was telling everybody and nobody was listening, right? It was like, you know, okay, Candy, uh, that's, uh, so you go do your thing, you know, oh my gosh, your I think hippie we've all been thing, there. you know, right? Go do your hippie thing. Yeah. You know? Go balance your chakras. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And so. Ooh, your hands have power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So when I became a teacher, like to stand up in front of a room or to even have a conversation with people who cared and, and actually listened to what I was saying and cared about yoga and got it, right? That was super cool. And so now to like have this studio and, and all of you amazing instructors and these amazing students and who are, you all, like we all get it. We all feel it. We all experience it. And so to kind of see that all unfold over the last few decades is just amazing. Yeah, it's very cool. I'm very thankful. So as, okay, so it's 2022 and now we're only in 2023. Yeah. And there's so much, I mean, I've only been here for a year, but in that short year, I have seen so many new offerings here, mm-hmm. um, new teachers, myself included, and then the latest of the retreats. Mm-hmm. And I know that's mm-hmm. near and dear to your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else you envision for this place? Um, I don't know that I. I don't know that I have uh, more vision for it as much as I know that it's going the way that it exactly the way that it should be going and I am really excited to see what continues to unfold like you guys with this podcast right like I could have never visioned that or envisioned (laughs) that right but you're like hey we want to do this and I said sure do it you know and so that excites me because you know the more that the more that um we come together and we collaborate right? The more ideas are born and that's really exciting. And so I'm excited to see, uh, how that continues to evolve. And then with retreats, I mean, I've got big plans with the, with the retreats. So, you know, uh, international and just all kinds of really great ideas. So that, that's like, that's my vision, I guess, where I'm, where I'm actually going to make that happen. But as far as the studio, it's, it's like just letting it unfold the way that it's supposed to unfold, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, just the last couple of months, we have a few new instructors who have these great ideas. And so it's like, yeah, go ahead and do that. And let's see what that looks like. And let's see who that draws or who that speaks to. And so, yeah. Yeah. And I think you, we had talked about it before that almost like 
everything happens need that needs to happen yes. has happened yes. in the studio mm -hmm. and it's just like you wanted a new yin class on a saturday and then all of a sudden <laughs> two teachers come to me hey i want to teach yin on a saturday yeah. like i feel like that just happens in mm -hmm. this space like you just put it out mm -hmm. and it just comes to and you <laughs> and if like it, it doesn't fills. then it's not meant to it, right yes. I mean, yeah and you don't yeah. force it you don't yeah. perseverate on it like this is what we need to do okay it right. didn't work let's move on to the next thing yeah and that keeps that nice flow of offerings mm -hmm. so yeah um, is, would you have any, um, if somebody came to you and said, Hey, I'm thinking about buying a yoga studio, mm -hmm. give me some advice. Mm. What would you give those people sitting here listening, thinking, Oh, someday I want to open a yoga studio. <laughs> yeah. So I think that my, oh gosh, I would have a lot of advice. I think, but, <laughs> um, you know, I, I know that I've seen a lot of I've heard a lot of stories and seen a lot of people who tried to run a yoga studio as a little side gig with a, they had a full-time job, right? I don't know how people did that because this to me is a full-time job, right? Um, so I, I think that, you know, the advice would be to, to part of the advice would be to um, make sure that the time is carved out to give it, give it what it would properly need for energy and time for it to be a success, right? Um, and then I think, you know, there were some things that went into the decision to for taking over here and location was one of them. I mean, the location is great. You know, the space is great. There was already a, a community connection with the space with teachers and students. Um, so, you know, I think that one of the difficult things for people, too, is typically yogis are one kind of a person and a business person is the other kind. And they're kind of on two different spectrums. And so I think that you have to be someone who can kind of embrace both of those worlds, right? Because you can't be too weird, too yogi weird. Because that's not going to attract. I did a lot of marketing research on yoga. That was a big one. Like, watch your weirdness, you know? Because yeah. that does not attract normal people, normies, right? Normies, yeah. <laughs> She's doing hand quotes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to be careful what you put out there. <laughs> right. So, so I don't know. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. But those would be, I, I think, like, understand the commitment that it requires um, you know make sure it's the right space the right location and make sure that you your business you have a you have a sense of business because it it takes that you know yeah, yeah. and I definitely agree with that I think on the side of a true yogi we're always giving we're mm. always we want to help people so much feel whether it's to feel comfortable in their body their mind um, and that's a fine line you need to draw in the business because mm you're going to come across times where you just want to give mm -hmm. and say, come take this class for free. Come take this class. I just want you here. Come take that class for free. And that's great. That's an amazing gift to, to have, I think. Mm -hmm. But when you're running a business, you've got to know that line. Mm -hmm. You and do. And the, the money in yoga piece is tricky. Mm -hmm. It was tricky for me. I'm getting better at it. But it was... It was tricky because you, you you want everyone to be able to access it, right? And so you want it to be affordable, but you also have to pay the bills and make a living. And one of the one of our students here several times um, 
over the course of the last couple years. And I met her through the studio and she's just become a, a great friend. And um, we've talked about that in the business of yoga and finding that balance. And, and she has said to me several times um, or, or expressed several times how important because I've said something like, um, I don't know, it's, you know, I, I was feeling stressed out and, and how, you know, not that it's not important what we do here, but when you're talking to other people and what they're doing in the world, you know, this can, it's a yoga studio, right? We're coming in and doing yoga. And she said, yeah, but you're, you're doing the work to keep this space open for everybody else who is doing this other work to come to and heal and, and mend themselves, right? And so... And, and it's okay to ask a price for that. And it's okay to charge, you know, for that because that's a, a service, so to speak. So, yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a tricky thing. Money it's important yoga. to know your value. Yeah. The, and there it is. Yeah. And that's exactly right. It's important to know your value. That's a good way to put it. And your time mm-hmm. is valuable. And I think, you know, I got that. Uh, my friends will say, oh, my gosh, you're so lucky. That's such an awesome job. You just get to teach a yoga class. And I'm like... Yeah, it is. It's a very fun career path, but there's a lot of work that goes behind teaching a yoga mm-hmm. class that no one sees. There's a lot yeah. of hours of planning that one hour class mm-hmm. um, to make it flow, to make it safe, um, to make it for all levels. You got There's just so much that goes mm-hmm. into it, and um, they, you know, they don't see just like we don't see your all the massive computer work you do. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, she owns a yoga studio. That must be so fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And um, I just think that, you know, I think you've found something that makes you happy. Yeah. And then, oh, for sure. And yeah. there's the success. Yeah. I, I found a quote that um, reminded me a lot of Blossom and you being the owner of, you know, the whole essence of you. And mm-hmm. it's, it's a uh, Buddha quote. And it says, success is not the key to happiness. Happiness is the key to success. If you love what you are doing, you will be successful. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that, I, that sums up, I think, you as a, in the yoga business and um, just this whole studio. Yeah. And you know? all of the instructors. Here, yeah. Really, you yeah. Know? yeah. It's like our little yeah. family. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, no, and it, it, it is important to have places like this to come to. And it's like my visualization of mm-hmm. we're, we're the torch. We're keeping the torch lit. Yes. You know, um, imagine if there weren't, yoga wasn't here in the modern world. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine if we couldn't share it with people that work those real, not that this work isn't stressful, like you were saying it can be, but but people that work just insane hours, work those stressful jobs that have no understanding or way to release, you know, everyone knows about yoga, whether they think it's woo-woo or what right now. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe maybe this lifetime isn't their time, but those seeds have been planted, you know, and only because we have all these yoga studios all over the place. Mm-hmm. So they're like, little, we're just little beacons of light. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Well, I have, a, I have a student who comes... Uh, every Wednesday morning, and she is a, uh, we're in our early 50s now, we've known each other since we were 15, right, and so she's known me through my whole yoga journey, and she just started coming to yoga a year ago, right, so the seed was planted at some point, and she loves it, I mean, she she hates to miss a week now, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's good stuff. It is. Yeah. That's neat, when you, when you as a teacher start to build 
a practice with a student. Yeah. I, I have a, a very special student. I, all the students here are very special to me. But she comes to one of my classes every week. Um, and she was the only one here for my first ever yoga teacher, um, yoga class I taught. Mm. And oh, yeah. she's come every every Friday basically since then. Mm-hmm. And um, we've kind of grown together in a way, mm-hmm. which is really kind of cool to think about. Yeah. Um, okay. I, yeah. We, we yeah. get, they are just as much our teachers yes. as we are theirs, 100%. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, yeah. I've it's learned true. so mm-hmm. much from being on the other side of the mat, you know, looking out to a classroom full of people. And they've just taught me so much, not only just about the practice, about having patience, but like little things about myself. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Same. So cool. Always the student, even when we're teachers. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You said that. that quote I one know, time in the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, we're at about 30 minutes. Yeah. Awesome. Is there I, anything else that you'd want? Those my questions. But. Yeah. Anything else you'd want listeners to know about Blossom, about Candy Jackson as a person that, you know, uh, that we haven't touched on? I don't think so. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think you I guys think we summed you up pretty good. You did. <laughs> <laughs> built me up a little much, but that's no. okay. <laughs> uh, no, I think... Uh, yeah, I appreciate you doing this and uh, all of your creativity and your time and energy. And I appreciate you having me. I was telling Sarah when she asked if I would uh, want to be the first guest speaker. And it's funny because just that morning I was like, hmm, I wonder when they're going to have guests and I wonder if I can be on there. <laughs> so I wasn't going to ask, but I put it out there. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I really appreciate it. It was a no-brainer. Yeah. <laughs> it was an thank absolute you. no-brainer. We had it all planned you're before doing we even a great job. Asking. But thank, thank you. you. Thank yeah. you so much for yeah. the space, for you, for everything. Thank the you. The opportunities. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, so are you. Thanks. And, and you know, it's it's our village, right? This yeah. Is, we're, all, we're all doing this together. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Thank you guys for listening. I hope you all enjoyed getting to know Candy and the story of Blossom a little bit more. Um, We will be back with another episode soon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Next week. See you next week. Namaste.